0: Hey guys, welcome to another day with me, your host. Well, it's a beautiful, hot day. Well, it's a hot afternoon, for that matter, in Mumbai, Maharashtra. <laughs> oh my god, the sun is coming very badly and it's really, really hot. I just want the rain to come. But when the rain comes, then the humidity starts, which is a huge pain in the ass. Okay, so today we're going to talk about, well, things girls face, you know. With their body. Not, you know, obviously (laughs) in India itself, they will face sexual harassment, they will face a lot of other things. Okay, if they're wearing thin or like, you know, very see-through clothes, then they get judgments passed on them and all that stuff. But that's another topic altogether. Today we're going to talk about stuff that girls deal with, with their bodies. And I'm talking about regular normal girls not the one-offs who have like everything you know very hunky-dory for them i mean they are super lucky and stuff but that's not normal either they get the work done or some of them are born that way which is you know great for them i'm talking about all the normal (laughs) normal 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 girls who deal with from hair fall to facial hair to, you know acne scars everything let's let's get down to it okay let's start from the head to the toes for that matter okay well first of all um i know in my teenagers, i uh i was so adamant to like get my hair colored i was like i want to do it i want to do it i want to do it okay mom was like no okay just no so i'm like okay fine so i think when i became <laughs> 19 Yeah, when I was 18, 19, I'm like, screw it, I'm gonna color my hair now. Like, I am, like, you know, an adult. (laughs) Once you pass 18, you're like, I'm an adult. In an Indian household, that doesn't really work as much. Mom was like, okay, fine. Once. I can color it one time. I was, like, totally so happy, so I went and bought some hair color. I knew nada, squat, nil of hair color. Okay, I do not know what, you know, what is that? Something it is. What's the, the chemical? Shit. I can't remember the chemical name now. Anyways, I I remember I bought streaks. Okay, and it's not like some- Ah, uh, got it. It's ammonia. My God. I remember in chemistry the dirty smell. Um, it's, it's like rotten egg kind of smell. Okay, and chem class only was- it was disgusting. And it was like filling up the entire classroom for God knows how long right ammonia okay now normally you would realize that most hair colors they would say no ammonia right now when i'm 18 like when i'm 19 years old i did not know that ammonia was bad for your hair i thought it was part of it so i went and bought some streaks hair color okay now maybe streaks is a good hair color or whatever i don't know i got the i think brown something or brunette color now as a kid my hair was very like a very dark blonde or a kind of light brown it's like a very weird color okay and generally, when i was a kid people thought i actually colored my hair i'm like no i was born this way i mean like only i think for a certain period of few years it was that color then after that it went down to like dark brown to a light brown it was like i don't know Sometimes in the sun, it's literally any Indian, okay? If you ask them what their hair color is, they will say, ah, my hair is, uh, you know, brown. (laughs) It's sometimes black and they're like, no, I'll stand in the sun and look brown to you, okay? But no, no, I don't need to stand in the sun for my hair to look brown. But I'm like, I want it a lot lighter, okay? So I put the streaks hair color. And I'm like, you know, I want this style. I went on YouTube and I checked out how to color my hair. I should have just gone to YouTube and said which hair colour is better, right? I'm so stupid. But anyways, what I did was, I uh, saw this hairstyle, uh, this hair colouring style, which was balayage. Okay, it was balayage hair colour. For God knows how long I should to say balaje. balaje hair hair, uh, hair colouring, cre- like, style it was. Where you kind of tease your hair and just the ends, okay? It's actually called balayage. But, like, when I was first, like, seeing the video, I'm just reading the word and I'm like, Balaje, Balaje, it is Balaje. Okay. So, regardless of that, I did that. And it looked okay, actually. Like, I was very careful. After I put it... I had to sit for half an hour and the smell started bothering me like nobody's business because it's really strong okay and I have a sensitive nose for me like anything if it's a good smell or a bad smell I can sense it really fast like if you put paint I can't sit in that room for a very long time especially if they put that kind of shiny paint the smell I feel like I feel sick like I'll pass out or I'll just vomit That smell is horrible. So now this ammonia smell, I'm sitting and it's so freaking close to my nose. I'm like, okay, half an hour, half an hour, half an hour, okay? After that was done, I washed my hair and, you know, some of the brown hair color kind of comes out and stuff. After that, it was perfectly okay. I think I did it for, um, for, I think, Christmas. I think 2018 or something, Christmas, I did it. And, uh, I was like, okay, it's pretty chill, pretty cool and stuff, okay? And it lasts for like three months, then it kind of washes out, right? Now, I have colored my hair. I have shampoo, I have the conditioner. Normal shampoo, normal conditioner. Not, you know, I'm not a rich person to have a fancy, you know, hair color shampoo and hair color conditioner and all. No, no, no. I'm very basic, very, um, you know, middle class. In what I do, so I'm like, okay, if I can't, like, you know, buy all this fancy shit, I have a shampoo and a conditioner, I'm not gonna buy something specific just for like you know, two months or something. So, what I did was, I was putting oil on my hair. Now, even if I'm putting oil, my hair is like so dry, literally, I had to put an argan oil hair mask. Which was like, you know, there was a sale and stuff, obviously. Don't, don't judge me and be like, oh my god, she's using organ oil, hair mask, no, no. There was a very good sale for it, so I was able to buy it. And it worked wonders, it was the best thing ever. And I like, I wish there was like a lot of sales that I could just buy in bulk. Okay, it had this beautiful smell. Like, you had to sit with it for 15 minutes, which was a pain in the ass. But it was amazing my hair used to look super straight and silky and i loved it okay and you had to use it like i think once a week i used to use it every time i had a bath like i had washed my hair i used to use it because my hair was like getting really damaged so then i did that and stuff and after that i feel like i i suffered like before only i used to suffer with hair fall and hair loss like a little bit not that much When the hair got dry and damaged, it's like very difficult to comb your hair, right? So I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. And I had to wait for it to grow out a bit and I cut the edges off. Then it worked. Then again in Easter, I'm like, screw the shit that is still remaining hair color. So I will do it again. Because why not? You know, fuck with myself, royally. So I did it again. But this time it was a little better. Because I knew how to like handle the, the... after process of, you know, oiling, the conditioning, the hair masks, whatever, okay? And the thing is, I can't even use that egg and, you know, all those fancy shit. Egg hair masks I cannot use because as a baby, I think they had put it for me one time and, like, my whole scalp kind of erupted with boils and stuff and so the doctor was like, don't. Just don't put raw egg on her head at all. Okay. Okay. And so then that happened. And so now I think now I'm very comfortable (laughs) with my original hair color. It's like, but the hair is still pretty much dry. And there's a lot of breakage. So the ponytail that would be a nice decent amount has really reduced in size. So now, you know, you don't touch your hair (laughs) as much as possible. Only on certain occasions I will straighten my hair or blow dry it. I don't need to really do it that often. My hair kind of looks big in volume when I wash it and it's wet. It's very tiny. But people who see my dried up hair go like, oh my god, I love your hair. I'm like, yeah, if I comb it or put oil on it, you'll see how small the ponytail is, then you'll be like, oh shit. So now. The hair is done okay but technically have you guys ever dealt with um you know like certain sometimes you get boils on your head and you don't even know why like you scrub your hair thoroughly okay you do everything possible but you still get one or two boils once in a while it's so irritating okay and when you scratch it people think you got like you know butchies. they're like lice i'm like shit no and i get it because i think of heat like my body is very hot <laughs> but no actually like sometimes you get it because of that or infections and stuff and my skin is like a pain in the ass where the smallest of things it erupts or it kind of will show a small ant bite also will become like this huge bump on my hand for a while so it's very annoying now so technically you know you have to wash your scalp clean it thoroughly exfoliate your skin in Now, let's go to the face. Now, I've struggled with acne (laughs) ever since my teenage years. Ever since my teenage years, I have struggled with acne so badly. Okay, like I wanted to cry at times. Self, you know, the confidence, self-confidence kind of took a real toll. But then after that, I'm like, you know, I think I I compensated the, you know, self-confidence with thugness. You know, thug I was like a thug because I was tall, okay, so I was tall, I played basketball, I played football, volleyball I tried, but my my wrists are kind of funny, so like they kind of at times they hurt, so I still like hit it with my wrist and thumb joint, which really got really, really bad, but basketball was fun, basketball, football. Then, uh, badminton, table tennis, I'm not very good at. I have relatives, like, my two nephews are, like, amazing at it. I think we all have some sports something in it, but regardless of that, okay. Now, face. Let's go to the face. Now, if you have struggled with acne, okay, I know and you know very well that sometimes they leave scars, Okay, and I've used the best of products. Okay. I've used Himalaya face wash. I've used Neutrogena. I've used Pond's. I've used Garnier. I've used some other. Oh, right. I've used Patanjali also, okay. And God knows what other brands were there, man. Pond's, Neutrogena, Clean and Clear, then um, Himalaya, then Garnier, then... Some other exfoliants are there, and literally my mom was like, you know, you've used all the fancy products, anything's happened really. No, okay, so she's like, just use this blue pond, uh blue pears soap, and she'll be like, Your skin is okay. After that, your skin will be perfectly fine, just keep using soap. I'm like, Okay, mama, whatever you say, <laughs> and actually it did work, okay. Like they say, don't use soap on your face because it's very drying to your skin. Yeah, but if you have like very oily or oil-prone skin, I suggest you use some soap. If you have oil-prone skin and, you know, so don't use products that are comedogenic. So you buy a product that says non-comedogenic, which technically means it doesn't clog your pores, okay? Because oily skin means you have already a lot of oil in your pores and something else that clogs it will just cause more inflammation in your skin so always check what products you use before you just purchase it and then after that um I, like as in my teenage years i had to go to the doctor because um i had issues with periods okay so it was like being it be it irregular or whatever so the doctor was like you know um, it's because of some issue. And I was like, what, 13, 14 years old. So my mom was like, okay, wait for a few years. Once it, like, you know, kind of, it'll regularise, you know. I mean, it takes a while. Some people, it skips a month, skips two months. Now, if I was a loose girl and, like, you know, a loose person, like, you know, then if I didn't get it for one month, people would start talking, you know. But, uh, I was not. You know that kind of person but i mean everybody has their situation in life so i wouldn't like you know whatever it is it's, it's their life really and then anyways the doctor prescribed me with some creams and powders and shit that did not work okay he said apply this cream on the acne scars they will go now i have heard of mederma for scar removal treatment and this and that Okay, and then the amount of people wherever I have gone, oh my God! You know you have such lovely, you have a lovely skin color, but these scars, you know, they have to go away. And I'm like a teenager, okay? I am like busy playing my, playing basketball, playing football, making friends, and all that stuff. And these people go like, oh, you know, you should do this for your skin, do that for your skin. Your skin is, you know, really bad, and. That made me, I think, a lot more self-conscious about the acne. So for a point of time in life, I remember where I couldn't, I didn't walk with my head straight. I would look down because I didn't want people to look at my skin and say something about it. And I remember that so clearly. After that, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I... Cannot even explain like my mom and like, you know, my family actually just my mom mainly she doesn't put that much makeup She never really put makeup as a kid like I've never seen her put that much makeup And she was very like comfortable with being natural without, you know, overdoing her makeup Because she would just use Olay total effects and maybe a little bit powder lipstick and that was it special occasion She would put some rouge on that's it nothing else okay so for me makeup wasn't like a huge oh my god i have to put makeup you know i have to look pretty kind of a thing the only i think when i was a kid the only time i actually put makeup was for my communion as a kid okay between the ages of well one to twelve no one to eleven yeah one to eleven that's one to eleven But within the ages of one to eleven i think the only time i put makeup was for my communion okay and then after that obviously like there are other occasions like weddings and this and that so you have to put some makeup and go and then anyways regardless of that i was totally comfortable because i was just focused on myself focused in life i'm like i can't be bothered with all this nonsense okay but yeah, here and there, some people would be like, oh, you should, you know, have this uh, some Epsom salt or you should have uh, milk of magnesium or you should have some other crap which pretty much cleans the blood. Then, oh, then there was the, what was that? Zandu or Safi or something or the other was there to, you know, clear and purify your blood and all those kind of things. And yeah, certain things, certain people, it came from, uh, you know, Up space of concern where they were like you know i don't want to see your skin like this you know you have, you are you know pretty so you know just get rid of the scars and to make matters worse the acne scars did not remain just in my face they had like amount like kind of just spread on my back i hate back acne for that matter i am saying this out loud and i don't even give a fuck or what other people have to say whoever struggles with back acne you know high five because you have you know if you have the confidence to wear whatever you like if you struggle with back acne i salute you because the confidence required because like i remember i used to be so self-conscious about wearing anything sleeveless or uh strapless or with a strap even i was like oh my back is like you know so christmas new year you know easter whatever it is and you have to wear a dress i'm like oh shit you i used to find dresses that you know kind of did not show my back as much and i was like a freaking teenager okay who's like looking like a matari I mean, it's not bad to look like a matariya. I'm not, like, you know, insulting them. But it's very, like, auntie-ish type of thing. And I have, obviously, certain reservations. I mean, I don't want to wear something that's too revealing. But I don't want to wear something that's just covered up. Like, you know, I mean, I grew up in an Arab country. But there was no restrictions. It's not the Saudi Arabia where you can't show skin. You know? It's like you find... Or you're really in big trouble if you show skin in Saudi Arabia. In the UAE, it wasn't that case. You know, you could wear shorts. It's okay. Like, unless you're, like, walking nanga, there's no problem. They don't have a problem. They don't have an issue. Because people wore bikinis to the beach. It was not an issue at all. And regardless of that, like, I mean, you know, the acne and the scars and stuff like that, they used to be so irritating. Okay? Then to top it off what i used to do is i used to just get so frustrated with the scars i used to sometimes take the pumice stone okay and when i was having a bath or something so just scrub that skin (laughs) or that area with the acne i scrub it like a mad person okay in the hope that you know whatever these pimples are they just like fall off or the scars will just like you know come off as, as dead skin cells And this is me as a kid, okay, like, trying to figure out my own shit in life. And it was okay, like, it's fine, really. Because, I mean, as a teenager, you go through scars and acne, and it does ease up. Nobody told me that, like, I mean, nobody really deals, every person is different. So, like, I mean, nobody told me, like, you know, it will just, like, relax, calm the fuck down, it will stop. Because... Like, for me, it was just continuing. So, I'm like, what the hell is happening? It's not easing up. It's not going anywhere. And the worst thing ever, any fancy or big occasion, it's like my my acne would kind of mirror image. What happened on one side of my face had to happen on the other side of the face. It was so annoying. But, I mean, that's okay, you know, as you grow up. And then now... Now what I, what I started doing was, uh, first I used to use this thing called Retino. I saw a couple of videos on Instagram, on YouTube, and stuff like that. And these are like over-the-counter chemicals or like, you know, gels. So this is uh, one I started using was Retino A. 0.05% 0. Uh, 0. it is. You get 0.01% also. And I mean, at first, I tried it. It was okay. First few, you know, days, it's okay. After that, the skin started getting super tight. Like as if it was being stretched, you know. And after that, the skin got red and certain parts of the skin were peeling. And I literally, I wanted to cry at times because the pain was so bad on the skin for me at least okay because my skin is sensitive so it it was really bad some people don't have that much of an effect to it i'm like no i will muscle through because i want to see where this goes after that after like about a month or so it did ease up actually but what i realized was after putting the this cream okay you have to put a moisturizer because this is a chem this is like a kind of hormone Or some kind of uh, other treatment which which controls your acne which controls the scarring it it controls that but the rest of the it's not a moisturizer you have to always moisturize your skin now if you have oily skin you have to buy a moisturizer that works for oily skin you know nothing that clogs your pores please remember don't buy products that clog your pores now facial hair okay facial hair (laughs) oh my god sometimes i used to wonder like as in i didn't get facial hair as like in my i think late teens yeah late teens i think i got it because i think i got one beard like one hair on my beard or my chin i didn't get a beard i got on my chin i pulled it out and then after that you know i pulled out two and those harami people who say you know shave your face i get very scared after like after just pulling two three i got like five now five six that i have to you know normally when you wax they say it takes about two weeks for the hair to grow back no no if you are you know tweezing or threading or waxing your your beard or your mustache it takes i think for three days it takes i think three days within three to four days it is back so you have to literally keep doing it it's the most annoying shit ever and the moustache doesn't take that long to grow but your beard the hair on your beard is a pain in the ass within a week it would have grown at least two times or three times okay and that's like okay it's fine it's whatever Then after that, then there were people who would say, you know, massage your face so that, you know, all the fat and all kind of just goes away and you get a very chiseled jaw and all that. So it's like, okay, I'll do that, I'll do that. I tried doing that and putting pressure on the skin means, you know, you're kind of pressing whatever acne is there and then obviously it'll just, you know, (laughs) erupt again. Then after that, I stopped, you know, massaging my face. I'm like, no, I can't do this. It's really bad. No. Okay. Now then obviously obviously okay on your legs you have hair (sighs) Uh, there are some people who have ingrown okay ingrown is when normally your you wax the hair okay and the new hair that is growing kind of grows between skin layers okay your epidermis is there it kind of grows between those layers like it's between dead skin or something like that and sometimes it causes an infection where you know you have to really take it out because there's pus and it becomes big and all it's a pain in the ass okay and then there are some (laughs) people who get are so lucky you know just like their legs are so perfect and so pretty and it's like oh my god i want it so badly But then, obviously, you have to do one thing. It's called exfoliate your skin. Okay, now, I will tell you a very simple, very easy exfoliant, which is pretty much take some sugar, take some salt, take some honey. You can take some lime juice or some vinegar. Okay. And that's it, actually. Just sugar, salt, some honey and lime juice. And, yes, take some oil. So, it's kind of like... You're not scrubbing and rubbing your skin, you're like moisturizing it as you're scrubbing your skin. So, take some olive oil or some coconut oil with some lime juice or some vinegar, apple cider vinegar, not normal harsh vinegar, and some sugar and salt. Mix it all up into a paste, okay? Like a nice thick paste, nothing watery because you need to kind of spread it on your skin. And circular motions keep rubbing that area for a few seconds and then move on to the next side. And keep doing that. Do it every two days. Don't exfoliate every day because, like, as in you need some time for your skin to repair itself. Okay? Because exfoliation means you're kind of rubbing away the dead skin cells. Now, if I rub it, if I rub away the dead skin cells on one day, the next day the dead skin cells are not again, you know, accumulated. Give it a day or two at least. You know, every one, every two days, you can exfoliate your skin. And obviously, you have to exfoliate your lips because, you know, your lips have to be kissing ready. Oh, lol. Well, that is a pretty much easy thing. You just take some sugar and some honey and some oil. And you kind of just rub your lips. Just lightly because your, your lips are very, like, very, very thin. The skin on your lips is very very thin. It's pretty much like, it's as delicate, I think, as your, the hood of your eyes, The you put the eyeshadow, that part. I forgot what it's called. Regardless of that. It's pretty much very sensitive, so you have to be careful. Then, now. If you are an Indian, first of all, (laughs) you will be very used to having tea coffee or yellow products which is pretty much dals and vegetables with haldi which is turmeric in it okay now all these things tend to cause yellowing of the teeth okay i mean some people have it really bad where their teeth are like really really bright yellow and it looks very sad okay so you have to brush your teeth (laughs) i cannot stress that enough you have to brush your teeth but if you feel like, you know, just toothpaste is not enough, put a pinch of salt in it when you're brushing. You can put some toothpaste on your brush and you put some a pinch of salt on it and brush your teeth. I'm pretty sure you guys would have heard of salt toothpaste or Colgate salt or whatever it's called. I don't know, Namak. Namak. Something it is. Colgate namakwali or something like that. Regardless of that, the salt will act as an exfoliant. I remember I have tried uh, putting banana peel. The inside of the banana peel, you rub that area on your teeth and you kind of wait for like at least 2 3 minutes. It works as a kind of natural brightener. I've heard people say, you know, take some strawberry and all, and like, you know, just this crushed strawberry and apply it. I've never tried that. But, you know,. I don't know, it's natural. So it's like you're eating a strawberry. You just rub the strawberry on your teeth and see what happens. I would like to say, you know, do that uh, thing where they put, they take a kind of metal foil and they put some toothpaste and they put some baking soda. But baking soda, I think would, like, as in if it's not medicated for your teeth, it can, like, cause erosion. So be careful and don't just, you know, simply at all try stuff out right now waxing um well for a girl waxing is very important to be it all parts of your body if you know what i'm saying and now people like girls especially if you're doing underarm waxing you get dark skin there because of shaving or you know you've not done the procedure properly and stuff like that now as a kid i was quite fascinated i don't have really thick hair on my arms So, it's pretty good, actually. I'm, like, quite blessed in that sense. My mom is, like, very happy. Because she's, like, you know, after a point of time, the body hair, like, on her arm and her legs, she's, like, it's stopped. Like, she is... Like, some ladies are so lucky that after a point of time, the hair on their arms and legs just stops growing. So, they don't even have to, like, wax it anymore. There's no hair there anymore. And it's so, like, amazing. Like, I'm jealous af okay so anyways regardless of that i saw a video that said you know take some honey sugar and lime juice you know boil it up on the stove cool it down a little bit put it on your skin and you know spread it and wax away oh my god i think i was what 11 or 12 years old Okay, there was little hair, like as in I had golden baby hair, hairs, (laughs) yeah, I had baby hair on my arm and it was like goldenish in color, not like dark black, how some people have really thick growth, I never have it. But I'm like, I want to try waxing, why not, you know, I mean, because when I was a kid, I've seen my mom go and then after that, she just stopped going, she's like, I don't have any hair anymore, I don't need to do this procedure, you know, it's very painful shit actually. So I'm like, okay, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. My parents had gone out. Okay, I had the whole house to myself. I'm like, you know, they say that empty, like, uh, an empty mind is a devil's workshop. Yeah, I don't know. It's really fucked up, man. So I made this mixture and I cooled it down for a few minutes, two, three minutes. I was stirring it. I'm like, okay, let's do this. I took, oh, I think a small teaspoon. Took a small teaspoon and on my left hand, you know how you look at your watch and your time, okay? So your hand is, like your palm is facing downwards, okay? On my wrist, I put a drop of it and I was going to spread it. Just one tiny drop, like fell and it was burning so badly i wanted to freaking cry it hurt like hell because that thing was hot that female said wait for two three minutes let it cool a little bit and you apply it and and she's like it has to be slightly warm okay when you're putting it i'm like okay i put the drop and it It was a nightmare because it was burning my skin man it was like a like almost like a third degree burn i was giving myself i was like oh shit 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 and i washed it Okay, but I've got like a tiny dot of a scar to remind me of the time I waxed my hand. You know, it's like, whenever anybody asks me for the time, I'm like, yeah, what do you see on this little circle dot over here? They're like, oh shit. If you have like had an amazing like childhood, I'm pretty sure you will have scars all over your body. Okay. Scars from anything, if you have a triangular scar on any of your knees, you know, you were a real thug growing up. Okay, I mean, I have I remember once when I was very small actually, I think I was about three years old or four years old, and I was playing with my cousins outside, and uh, I slipped and I fell and I scraped my knee. Like, one of my knees, I had scraped it. Like, I don't know what the hell happened. Like, I just fell for a few seconds. But it became a huge circle. Like, part of the... was bleeding and everything. There was mud. And I had to go and I was crying. Because it was hurting and burning. Okay. And then my mum washed it. And then they put the haldi stuff and all. And then as it healed, healed, healed And it became a tiny little triangle. <laughs> as a wound. Then another time, uh, I was in Goa and I was swimming with a friend of mine. And uh, and then I'm like, then okay, chill. Like I was what, six years old? I think I was about six years old. And uh, my mom called me from the apartment. She's like, come on, come on, out of the water now, enough. So I'm like, hey, okay, bye, Dylan, take care. And then I went and I'm walking up the stairs because I forgot my chapel. So I'm walking up the stairs barefoot my mom came to the door and she's looking at me walking up the stairs and she's like what is this blood so much blood is on the stairs what is this and i was like so oblivious to it i'm like hey what happened and then my mum's like your foot is bleeding i was like what huh and then i freaked out because and it turns out that uh i actually though you know the end of the pool when you're diving in the water I think I scraped my toe on that part and quite a bit of my toe the flesh of my toe was hanging when I put my foot up I could like see the flesh hang and that's when I figured out I'm like oh shit now what do I do and uh, I remember the next day we were traveling back to Mumbai after you know chilling in vacation mode in Goa and uh, what happened was, uh, my mum and dad were like, okay, you know, I have to go to the doctor now. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem, you know. They'll just wrap it up, give me some medicines, and I'm out. I was seven, or six or seven years old. I'm like, I'm totally down for this, it's okay. Okay. Then, I went to the doctor in Goa, some hospital we went. And the doctor was like, oh... Oh, You know, she needs stitches Aha uh-huh. I was like, no And she's like, yeah, you need about three four stitches. I Started crying and howling so badly. I'm like, no, I don't want stitches Because I mean the stitches means I was like like I'm a little child Who's just like having I don't know flashback or nightmare or what? Because I was wondering what exactly are stitches uh, i'm just thinking okay people stitch clothes i'm like oh my god they'll shop that and i don't like needles i think i've told you guys this before i hate needles and i'm like oh my god three four stitches means how many times she put the needle in my skin i'm like no no no, no i don't i don't I don't. and i start crying and then she gave me an injection and i start crying some more and then after that she's like okay fine you know i'll just wrap it up really tight okay and you know Heel, I'm like, okay, I don't care, no problem. Wrap it how tight do you want. I don't care. I'm not getting stitches. Okay, and then um then I didn't need stitches, but it kind of left like left a small tiny scar. So every time I you know look at my toe, the inside of my toe, I can see the little scar that is left remaining. Then obviously, I mean I've gotten chatkars, chatkas, which is like stove of kachatkas. Okay, when you're cooking something, you get oil burns or if your skin touches the tawa, then you get a line. I've got scars like that. I have a lot of battle scars, you know. I mean, I've not been to battle. When you think about it, um, these small tiddly scars that we get, it freaks us out so much. There are like soldiers who put their lives on the line, you know. And they suffer so much. And When you think about it, then... I mean, I'm a Catholic, I'm a Roman Catholic for that matter. And, you know, we believe that um, Jesus Christ died for us. And, like, the tiniest of scars and marks or cuts that we get causes so much pain. And then we think about, you know, if, like, Jesus went through so much. It's like, you know, you have to, you have to be divine to deal with so much pain and still, you know, push forward. And that's the point of life, I mean, as in, we're not perfect human beings for a girl, like, you know, we have to say, oh my god, I'm perfect, I have beautiful long hair, it's zero effort, I have beautiful clear skin, you know, and I mean, if you are on a chubby side, like, if you were thin, you put on weight, losing weight, okay, you're losing weight, that's the point, you're losing weight, but your skin (laughs) chafes, there's chafing of the skin, it's painful okay it's like when your thighs rub together causing friction because of sweating or exercise it burns and I remember somebody said put deodorant some people said put you know powder and I'm doing everything it is hurting very badly (laughs) you know from having to file your nails to make them look nice and clean to always looking presentable dressing and sitting like a lady I mean girls are expected to be perfect all the time and if you're not perfect judgement is there waiting for you and I mean it's okay there are some people who normalize it like some people have vert which is a skin disorder where certain parts of your skin the melanin is leaving it or it just vanishes so it's like you know you're like almost like a cow okay so it's like you know you're black and white you have spots of both and i mean there are some people who have it at very advanced stages and they have you know made a image a brand image of themselves there are models who are doing this and other people i mean my mom had it. my mom has it in fact but hers is a very like slow stage okay and uh, as in we just like looked online and stuff and some people said you know have some apple cider vinegar which helps in your immune system and it did help actually it does help if you have vertigo and you have some apple cider vinegar with some water before your meals once a day even it does help control that you know and I mean, girls are not supposed to be perfect. I mean, all the guys are not perfect. They are judged. Definitely, they are judged. There are a lot of guys who are judged. But this is a girl episode. You know, being a woman of society. Um, period. Period pains are a pain in the ass. Okay. The first three days are nightmares. All girls who go through periods without having any kind of pain medication, are all warriors. I mean, if a girl can go through her periods without any assistance of medicine, <laughs> a heartbreak will not kill her. Okay? Nobody can talk with her, seriously. It's it's facts. It's facts from me. Okay? If you are thug enough, if you're bold enough, if you're strong enough to endure that pain nothing can stop you and even if you're not strong enough even if you have solid pain the fact that you get it that the fact that you're a woman okay and the fact that you can have a child that itself makes you strong enough then stronger than anybody okay the fact that you're a woman already makes you stronger than anybody else on this world on this earth okay so you are strong you are beautiful Okay, and sometimes we hide behind filters because, you know, filters make us look pretty and flawless. But that's the thing. Our flawlessness is what makes us perfect. Okay. If you see paintings, famous paintings in the world, what is there like a perfection to it? The Mona Lisa, half of her face is smaller in ratio to the other side of it she was actually supposed to be half male and half female she was actually supposed to be naked there are so many changes you know and when you look at it there is imperfection in it that's the reason why mona lisa smiled she does she really smile no not really there is imperfection in it but that's why it's valued because you're imperfect you're valued if you're perfect you're just a robot okay you're like A machine-made thing. It's your imperfections that give you value. And don't ever forget that. Take care, you beautiful creature of God. And I love you. Well, everybody loves you. Even if people say they don't love you, just like forget those people because, um, you know, they still need to work on themselves. So you be happy and keep smiling. Take care, love.